Welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. This is episode three of the podcast. And um, I just want to thank everybody again for all the positive feedback, for all the um, support on the like page and everything, thank, and on Twitter. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Um, I'm along for this ride, and I just want to thank you guys for taking a chance on me and taking this ride with me. Really, truly do appreciate it. But we're actually going to be pumping out a lot of content here in the next couple weeks as we're going to be getting into season previews for the 2020 regular season. And we're actually going to kick off our 2020 season previews in the Midland Empire Conference. And today I I got a chance to speak with Chillicothe head coach Tim Rulo as we talked about looking back at the 2019 regular season, everything with COVID-19, how they're keeping the team safe, and the outlook on the 2020 regular season. Um, we're going to get into Coach Ru- Coach Rulo and I's conversation here shortly. Alrighty, and we're back here on the Cliff Notes podcast, and we're actually going to be beginning our Midland Empire Conference previews with Chillicothe head coach Tim Rulo. Welcome to the podcast, Coach. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to it. Well, thank you so much for um, coming on. And um, you're actually um, in your third year at Chillicothe, is that correct? Yep, that's it. And um, you're not from this area, so um, so um, for the people um, that haven't heard your story or anything, um, give us a give us a brief um, give us a brief history of where you started, where you were before you came to Chillicothe, and how you ended up here. Well, gosh, yeah, you know, uh, here, here we go in in uh, 120 seconds, right? Uh, born born and raised in St. Louis, uh, had an opportunity to play uh, a year of college football at Washington University in St. Louis. I uh, just realized, though, that I really wanted to be a teacher and coach, was really passionate about it, really felt called, uh, definitely through my work with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. From there, I uh, worked at some different places as an assistant coach, but I got my first head coaching opportunity uh, at South Callaway High School. Uh, you know, was able to be there for seven years, was very blessed uh, by that community and the athletes there, and we were able to be um, very successful and, and win a lot of games. And Played for a state championship in 2014. Uh, from there, was uh, contacted by uh, Helias High School uh, there in Jefferson City, and uh, after some multiple rounds of interviews, uh, was able to uh, get uh, get that job, and was there from 2015 uh, then through the 2017 season. Uh, d- did some good things there, but just didn't end up working out. Um, and so from there, after the 2017 season. Uh, you know, was looking for jobs and just really trying to find one that fits uh, who I was and what I was all about. And uh, Chillicothe was the name that kept popping up. And, you know, very blessed uh, to call this place my home now. Well, when you think about Chillicothe football, um, I when I was in high school, Chillicothe football was always a power. And Chillicothe uh, was led by um, legendary coach Phil Willard. How what, what is it like really stepping in for a, a legendary coach like Coach Willard? You know, I, I'm not going to lie. It's it's challenging, uh, v- very, very hard. Uh, something I also had to, to work work with at, at Helias, too. And, you know, you you want to show so much respect for um, the coach, the program, all the history, all the, the players that have uh, played here at Chillicothe. You want to do so much uh, in a respectful way. At the same time, though, you feel called and led to lead the program um, – into the future. And so, gosh, it's a balancing act and it's tough. And you want, it's one that I try literally daily to do with the utmost humility. And, uh, and again, if coach Willard has been great, man, he's been such, so easy to talk to, 
I can call him anytime, ask him any questions, and he's been so helpful and so supportive and just so blessed to have, uh, again, a Hall of Fame coach, uh, the previous coach, be so supportive and uh, one in my corner. It's been been a great relief. Well, I've always known Coach Willard to have class, and you know he has the most upknown class. Yes, and, um, yes. Sir. Well, you're um, well, your first year you were um, in 2018, you were four and seven, but last year much, much better, nine and three, uh, district runner-ups, and really um, th- two um, you only lost to two, three lo- your three losses were to only two teams, really to um, Maryville, who's been pretty much the MEC power probably for the last decade. And Savannah, who's really been coming into their own, how do you really look back on your 2019 regular season? You know, I think it's one of those that in hindsight, you step back and you realize, wow, man, we were we were a really good team. You know, I, during the moment, I remember there there's always those ups, ups and downs. You wish you would have played a little bit better in this game or that game. But, you know, you learn so much from hindsight. And uh, again, uh, Randy Dean, who does some great statistical work and coverage, uh, here locally at Chillicothe and at Chillicothe Athletics, uh, he was showing me some stats. And, I mean, we we literally, our our team from last year um, went down in the top five all-time rushing yards in Chillicothe history. And that's that's amazing. Like, I never even thought that. But he literally just showed me that stat uh, in this past week. And I just, again, when you think of all the great teams that have been here, and for us to be able to run the ball that well and, and do the things we were able to do, and, again, lose to, in my mind, uh, two of the best or the top 10 teams in class three, uh, you know, gosh, it's, it's, it's really just a great deal, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, again, it, it was a great season, one that uh, really blessed to be a part of and uh, really proud of those, those seniors and, and all the hard work they put into allow us to, to be able to get to those goals and accomplish that, the, all those great things. Well, coach, um, you, you did have a great 2019, but now it's time to look ahead to of 2020 and, um, Probably the biggest story that's dominated 2020 wasn't even about football. It's been about COVID-19. So um, how have you and your team and your and the kids and been handling all that? You know, that's, that's a great question. And, you know, first off, you handle it day by day, right? Uh, you know, March 17th was the last day I was in the classroom with any kids. And I still had the date on my board when I stepped back into my classroom months later. And, you know, in some ways that seems like decades ago and in other ways it literally seems like just yesterday. And I think I've been, if anything, I've been super impressed with our community and our kids because they've handled it with so much flexibility um, from early on trying to do some zoom meetings just to try to stay connected with kids. Uh, then we started doing zoom workouts. Uh, and then with the help of our strength and conditioning department, doing social distance workouts on the field, but keeping everyone separated uh, to finally being able to do some in-person football stuff, not not as much as normal, but some. And even then, it was different, right? We had to do things different, you know, whether it's everyone bringing their own water bottles, nobody really being allowed in the locker rooms, et cetera. Uh, but, again, overall, it's uh, the kids have adapted well, and they've done a really good job with it. But, yeah, it definitely has been the uh, – uh, I don't want to say the highlight, but it has been the talk of 2020. Well, you guys have um, fall practice coming up on Monday on um... – with COVID-19 and everything and getting ready for the regular season, what challenges do you really see, you know, getting ready for not only handling COVID-19, but getting your kids ready for the 2020 season? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is one, you just, uh, and, and not only a challenge, but hopefully a really positive thing is just learning to be grateful, right? You know, the thing we really stressed with our guys during the little bit of football we did, that we did have this summer was you need to be grateful for each day, right? Because today literally might be the last day of football. 
Um, you know, they can call us, my superintendent, the county health department can call me and say, Hey, we got no more football. And so to me, like it's just that understanding of being grateful and, and gratitude is a really powerful factor, right? It can really allow you to sell out and, and learn to give a lot of yourself. And so I think that's a really pow- powerful motivator. But I think this year, again, we just have to be really adaptable. We have to take each day one at a time. It's going to look a little different, right? Whether that's us coaches wearing neck gaiters, everybody, again, bringing their own water, not being able to hang out in the locker room as much, changing up even how we maybe do practice some, um, players wearing neck gaiters, whether they be on buses, uh, during meetings, et cetera. So there's just a lot of things we're going to have to learn to be flexible. And it's not always going to be, quote, unquote, fun uh, to have to jump through some of those hoops, but they're necessary for us to be able to accomplish our goal and that's to have a season. And so we're going to do those and do the best we can because that's that's the things we've been told to do, and we're going to do it uh, to the best of our ability and uh, pray that we're able to get in as many games this season as possible. Well, um, the last thing I want to get into, Coach, the last little bit that I want to get into is we're going to preview 2020. Um, who, do you, who do you guys graduated and who do you guys – and which players do you have coming back? Well, we, I'm not going to lie. We – you know, that 2018 season, man, the record wasn't uh, telling, I think, of how close we really were to, to turning that uh, into a winning record. Uh, but those seniors that year worked really hard. And then 2019, we were really blessed last year with 20 seniors. And so I'm not going to be able to list every one, right, of all the guys and all the hard work those guys put in. But, again, when – I mean, realistically, we're only returning uh, one offensive starter on, and then uh, basically three defensive starters there's going to be a lot of new spots to be filled. And uh, we've got a fun senior class that's coming, uh, you know, joining us for their senior year. Not as big in numbers, right? There's not 20 of them, but there's a solid uh, 13 to 15 that we're really excited about. And some of those guys have done a great job stepping into some leadership roles. And again, I, I'm afraid if I start naming too many, I'll, I'll forget some. But they've, I've been really impressed with their hard work. And the nucleus of that class has done a really good job, even from the end of last year just understanding what they wanted to do with this season. And so I'm really proud of those guys. Uh, and then when you're a little smaller class, right, you're going to have to now lean he- more, even more heavily on the classes below you. And, and the sophomore and junior classes are definitely talented. And uh, the future is bright, not only for 2020, but 2021 and beyond. So we're really excited. Uh, but I think just if you're looking at names of, of players that are going to be up and coming, again, we're going to have um, – an all-new backfield of running backs. And, and again, that starts with uh, DeMarcus Kilo and Caden Potter will be two of our fullback-type guys uh, that I see right now as, as we've in, finished up summer. And then in terms of our other slots or other running backs, uh, you got Dan Hole, um, you got Brock Ward, you got uh, Tucker Wagers. Those kind of be the three uh, guys that I see right now, just the, their ability to make some plays. And then on the perimeter with our wide receivers, again, I see uh, like a Seth Hansen, Cameron Fleener, uh, Braxton Johnson and Max Wagers. And so those guys are some guys, uh, you know, for our linemen, we, we actually do have some some senior linemen, which we're really blessed with, uh, starting with Landon Swift, our returning starter. Uh, then Josh Waterson, who's also returning. He's not a starter per se, but he has played quite a bit, did start at least one game last year for us. Uh, and then we also have uh, Trace Raritan, Trey Tipton, and some other seniors. Evan Lauchs is another senior offensive lineman. So we actually have some senior linemen as well as some junior linemen uh, Anderson DeJesus, Christian Peniston, Nick Greenslate uh, that are going to also step up and, and make some plays. Plus some other, I got some other seniors coming out and other juniors as well. Uh, so again, excited about that, that depth and what those guys are bringing uh, to the table, you know, and, uh, and then for signal callers right now, uh, probably get the guys uh, been getting the most snaps with the first group is our, our junior uh, Gage Lamer uh, did a great job for us at JV last year. And then 
right behind him, also very talented, is uh, a senior, Braden Tonston, who's done a great job for us too. So, And we've got some depth there because we have Griff Bonder, who's a sophomore, who's also very talented. So, again, we have a lot of a lot of new names, a lot of new faces, but, again, same old Chillicothe football, right? Physical, uh, just love to get after it, love to run the football, uh, and love uh, just to make you pay for four quarters. And I'm just really excited about bringing that style of football uh, into 2020. Well, Coach, the last question I want to ask you is uh, what, what's your outlook on the MEC for the 2020 regular season? Yeah, real quick, on defense, I think you're going to see a lot of those same names. I want to make a lot, uh, didn't want to leave those guys out. Coach Smith has done a great job with their defense. Again, a lot of those same names you're going to see anchoring the, our, our defensive line, whether that's Christian Penniston, Landon Swift, Josh Waterson, um, you know, and other guys, linebackers, again, Brock Ward, Demarcus Kilo. Caden Potter, Brock Miller is another very talented sophomore who I could see playing there. Uh, Dan Holm, plus our defensive backs, right? Griff Bonder, again, playing some defense linebacker, Max Wagers, uh, Tucker Wagers, his, their brothers, going to be great for us. Uh, so, again, there's a lot of those same names. And, again, our defense played well last year and continue. I know Coach Smith's excited about their growth as well. So, again, very excited for those guys. But for the MEC for 2020, uh, again, I think, one, you know, it's all about one, can we, how many games can we get in? But right now, again, if we just had a normal season, we weren't worried about COVID. You know, you can't, can't not talk about Maryville being number one until somebody beats them. You know what I mean? And then somebody has to beat them on a consistent basis. Cause I know Chillicothe did beat them in 2017 uh, in the regular season. And so, but to me, it's about beating them on a consistent basis and no one's done that here. And like you mentioned in the last uh, five, six years or so. So they still are the team to beat. Um, and oddly enough, after that, you got a lot of new coaches. I mean, Savannah's got a new coach. St. Pius has got a new coach. All right. So we're just curious to see what uh, what that looks like. Um, and then, again, Lafayette is always doing great things. They're always so talented. Cameron is going to be so much improved. Uh, they were they were uh, young last year, but very talented. I know they're going to be doing great things So under Coach Wall. So, again, it's going to be a battle, right? I mean, MEC is a battle week in and week out, right? And uh, excited for that. Because uh, then you got Benton as well, who I know Coach is doing great stuff there too. So again, all all the schools, all the programs are getting better. They're moving in the right direction. It's, you know, I'll admit, being a guy from South St. Louis, I didn't know a lot about the MEC growing up in the '90s. Uh, but now I'm very aware that there's great football up here in Northwest Missouri, and definitely great football here in the MEC. Well, absolutely. Well, th- well, thank you so much, Coach, for joining the podcast. And um, good luck to you for the season and we look forward to talking to you again during the regular season and not a problem looking forward to and always love being able to give a a shout out to Chillicothe and our school and our community and the MEC all right well thank you so much for joining us coach all right thank you so much